Welcome to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 783AM. I'm really pleased today to be talking to Hone Koka, and Hone is a New Zealand playwright. He's had 13 plays staged in New Zealand and around the world and even earned a New Zealand Order of Merit for his services to contemporary <laughs> Maori arts. I did my research, Hone. You did, you did. <laughs> uh, he's a founder, one of the founders of Tawata Productions, and he's a curator of the Kia Mao Festival, which we're very excited to have in Wellington for the next few weeks. So he's here to talk to us about that. Hi, Hone. Welcome. Kia ora. Kia ora, Laura. Thank you. So tell us about Kia Mao Festival. It's on from the 7th to the 25th of June. And yes. what is it exactly? Uh, the Kia Mao Festival is a multi-venue uh, Māori theatre and dance festival throughout all throughout Wellington from as uh, as you said from the 7th to the 25th of June um, it's just uh, a great uh, coming together place for Māori uh, theatre and dance practitioners but also to just to show the diversity of the work that's out there at the moment as well we had the first year of the festival last year um, and it's already doubled in size and also we've had more uh, partners coming towards us. So this year we've got on board Massey University as well as uh, Dance, which is um, the Association for Dance in, in New Zealand as well. So uh, it's proven to be a popular coming together point. Um, and also from last year, the audiences have been really solid. And we've already got one of our seasons sold out for the festival, for the Kiomo Festival this year. Yeah. Incredible. What What's sold out already? Uh, the show that's sold out is called Shop Bro uh, by Mukalaki, which is Rob Mukaraka's piece. Uh, we added an extra show for that as well. So as I said, there just seems to be a really lovely thirst for Māori theatre and dance at the moment. Um, it is Matariki, so uh, welcome to Matariki, everyone. But, but uh, for us, we just felt it's a really positive time for Māori, a great time uh, in regards to... Uh, art and new stories and things like that as well. So the timing's pretty perfect for us, yeah. You talked about starting off last year, and last year it was called the Ahika Festival. Yes, it was. What's the name change? The name change, there were too many um, other little festivals and also actually a hotel in Gisborne. So when you you Googled Ahika, it came up to a hotel in Gisborne. So we went, (laughs) well, I think we might change our name. So we asked one of our elders, and he said, look, the word kia mo is a fantastic one. It says to be ready and most haka. That's the phrase that you hear, kia mo. Um, and so it's those sorts of things, solidity, our starting point. So for us, it really, the name works beautifully. There's nothing else with the name kia mo. <laughs> so helpful. And no hotels. Yeah. Uh, and people, when it just rolls off the tongue really easily as well. So that, that was the reason for the name change. Nothing too major. Yeah. Um, and as I said, uh, it's just gone from strength to strength. That's so cool. You said you've got Massey on board this year. How are they involved? They're involved as one of the partners, but also uh, this year we have, in the second week of the festival, we've got uh, eight international guests. So we've got uh, two practitioners from Canada and uh, six practitioners from Australia, Aboriginal practitioners coming over as well. So they're hosting a big kai and get-together of the Māori companies here in Wellington and Theatre and Dance, and their companies as well. So the majority of the guests coming are artistic directors of other companies in Australia and Canada. Um, and, yeah, it's really just uh, means another means of coming together, but doing it globally. 
Uh, already there's uh, talk of one collaboration between Teacupa, a company here in Wellington, and Yuri Yarkin, a company based in Perth. So uh, it's got really practical reasons, but actually it's just for us to make the globe smaller, I suppose, because we're touring to each other's countries a lot and then really working towards how do we move a lot of this great art around the globe, basically. That's amazing. It's an amazing way to facilitate um, having our art and our indigenous art seen overseas. Yeah, yeah, that's that's simply it. Um, We also found that because Tawata was touring to to Canada quite a lot, we went, hmm, we're getting to know these people really, really well, and vice versa. And so, again, that's where that discussion came. We then uh, started to meet with our Australian um, counterparts as well, and they had the same sort of thought process. So we're really working towards a global, international, indigenous touring network of theatre and dance. So basically, Aotearoa, Australia... We're already talking with the Hawaiians and then to Canada and across that too. So, And they're very uh, real uh, situations and, uh, uh, that we've got already. So hopefully it will click into place and then we'll just be moving this fabulous work around. Incredible. So uh, you talked about Tawata. That's yes. your production theatre company? Yes, it or is. What, uh, what, what kind of stuff do you guys make or what is it really? Well, Tawata is uh, myself um, and Media George. Um, We are um, a production house based here in Wellington, so primarily our focus is theatre, but we've got uh, film elements as well. I was a screenwriter for the hip-hop movie Born to Dance. Um, We're involved as producers, uh, one of the producers for Mahana as well. So that's that side of it. Um, But primarily we create uh, theatre works uh, that move around. Um, Media's new show, The Vultures, it opens on Wednesday here in Wellington as part of the Kiamai Festival. Um, and we're really looking forward to that. Um, she's uh, kind of labelled it Indigenous Satire or um, Indigenous Black Comedy, however you'd like to look at it. But mm-hmm. it's got a, it, just a, a really different slant to it. Um, and again, showing the diversity of the works that are coming out of Tawata for us, but also as part of the Kiamai Festival. Yeah, yeah. That, that show, The Vultures, has... I've loved the promotions for it because they're in awesome costumes yeah. and these very stately-looking women. And is it um, is it set in the past? No, it's um, totally set in the future. I think one of the things that people uh, will be surprised with it's an upper-class Maori family, and they really do exist here. Um, and so it's just looking into another world of Maori. So it's a family who have their land, who have their language, who have wealth, who have education, all of these other elements. But it looks like the family have lost their soul. They've got everything else, but they've lost their soul of who they are. So it kind of looks at that. It's, uh, it's incredibly funny. And, and as you said, we wanted to try something quite different. So even the playing of it is uh, um, extending boundaries in regards to, to that. So it's not a straight drama. Um, and the dialogue is incredibly witty and sniping and all of these elements too, and really strong Wahine Māori characters, and that's one of the key things that media wanted to go towards. I I want to see Māori women, you know, as the lead characters in this, so the male characters are very much the secondary ones, which is just so interesting that it's... uh, it's written by a woman, it's directed by a woman, the majority of the crew are female as well, uh, and these roles are really grunty roles for Māori women. So, so, and Māori women who 
uh, from a higher echelon, I suppose. You, yeah. People are mostly used to seeing us from a lower socioeconomic um, um, environment. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to change it. Yeah. Uh, it just looks uh, looks really exciting. It's one of the shows that I'm really looking forward to. Are, are there any others in the festival that you are you see as highlights or you, you want to put oh, out? Oh, they're all the highlights. Yeah. Oh, they're all <laughs> of course I'd say that. So there's, oh. there's eight... Uh, yes, productions. there's eight productions and then there are um, six extra events on top of that as well. So those, the extra events, if you go to kiamofestival.org, you'll see the extra events there. They're all free or koha. Um, so we have uh, um, First Nation uh, choreographer Santi Smith, she's here and she just finished... Um, a production with another Māori choreographer in Toronto, um, Louise Portiki Bryant. So Santi's here, and she's screening a film of the work that they made. Then she's got a um, she's talking about the creation of it with the Māori um, choreographer as well. We have lunchtime talks by our visiting choreographers. Um, we have Whiteface Crew from Auckland, and Whiteface Crew are kind of Māori hip hop mime. So they're really uh, fresh and groovy, uh, and we also have, in the final week, um, a lunchtime talk from Okarika Dance Company, who are coming down from Auckland. So even though it's based here in Wellington, it's very much about Aotearoa, and Māori works theatre and dance from uh, Auckland, we've got a, a group coming from Christchurch as well, and it's, and I said it twice before, it's just creating a meeting place and a platform for our people to show um, the best of their works. Neat. I've uh, seen a lot of uh, promotions for the Solothello, the, that production as well, which looks really interesting. It's all a, sort of a different kind of a take on a Shakespeare play. Yeah, it is. It's um, they, he, uh, it's a solo show, obviously solo Othello, <laughs> but and it's a it's a reworking of Othello, but with one one actor and using masks as well and mm. te reo Māori. So a lot of Shakespeare, you know, a lot of the meter of it is is similar at times to to te reo Māori. So there's not that much of a shift between the two, and uh, it'll be really interesting to see how it goes. Um, it's been selling well as well. Uh, and that in Suka 1 you've got King Lear, and in Suka 2 you've got Solo Othello. So we thought it was a really nice match, having those both in the same theatre at the same time. Um, and I'm really, I am looking forward to that. Uh, I think I saw it two years ago, and just always had it in the back of my mind going, we should try and get this company to Auckland. So it's, a, uh, to Wellington I should say. Sure. And it's the first time that Te here, who are based in Auckland, touring down to Wellington. So that's a really fantastic thing as well. So Great. we're really, yeah, just trying to get, um, you know, Wellington as the cultural capital again, if you'd like to call it that. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, we, we think we are. We do think we are. So yeah. hopefully we can uh, bring it all home. Absolutely, yeah. So tell me a little more, uh, taking, taking it back to the founding of the festival a year ago, um, what kind of motivated you to do that and how did you go about putting pulling that together uh, I basically it came out of frustration of there not being a lot of Māori works on the main stages in Wellington and our company was one of the few companies that did so in 2013 we were the first Māori company to have a production in Suka One and so you know that was only three years ago 
So it just came from that, and I went around to the different venues in Wellington. I went, please give me a, give me a slot, and I'll fill it. Yeah. So that's basically where it came from, um, and. I expected it to be a little wee thing that kind of floats around, but straight away um, it worked for the Māori uh, th- um, theatre economy as well. Um, it worked for the venues because it pulled in different audiences, and there was just so much positivity around it, which is the thing I really enjoyed the most, and this year as well, that people went, wow, this is a great idea. How did you get all the theatres to talk to each other? which is something that never occurred to me, um, and do you have enough work? And there's more than enough work from Māori practitioners out there at the moment in theatre and dance. Um, and also there's a huge diversity of it, and that is the biggest strength I see with this festival and with the work coming at the moment. So looking at it here, you've got versions of Ala, which is about young women who are, uh, one of them is a, a, a foreign correspondent in Israel, um, another one is living in Samoa, all these sorts of things. You've got the vultures, as I said, which is, you know, indigenous satire or black, indigenous black comedy, how you like to put it. Shot Bro, um, again, it's Rob Mukaraka's piece, is is almost autobiographical. It's about him, him he was... Uh, um, shot and injured by the police, and he and this is about him dealing with his depression and, and those sorts of things. Uh, Tiki Tour is just a hilarious. Um, lots of New Zealanders have gone on their OE to the UK, and it's basically about that a bus trip with a whole lot of different characters. Um, we've talked about Solo Othello, Lovey Dance by Whiteface Crew is a really gorgeous piece that's right there for children but adults as well. And as I said, it's that a really nice mix of contemporary dance, hip-hop, Māori and mime as well. So um, having them there. Uh, we also have works in Te Reo Māori, and that's one of the works at uh, Te Papa. And then the big show at Circa is Mana Wahine, which is... Um, I was lucky enough to be in Brisbane when they were there as part of APAM, which is a big international arts market. Um, and Manawahine played there and it got a standing ovation by all these people from all around the globe. And I went, yeah, we already knew that, but now you know that too. So, you know, so we're really pleased, as you can tell, with the diversity of the work, the quality of the work, and already we're getting approaches from companies for next year going, hey, are you going to do this again? Because we'd really like to program something around it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just creating a platform so it made it easier for people to tour to Wellington and also for companies to not feel, you know, when you're doing a show by yourself, you've got this little wee uh, silo that you've got there, but when you've got all these other groups, you've got a big mob of whanau who are all wanting to support each other, and, um, and that's very much how it is. Um, people are, are just wandering at Bats. We've got all three venues. So if you want to see a group of Māoris, go to Bats at any time from 10 o'clock. Till <laughs> they'll be, we'll be wandering around somewhere doing something and working. Yeah. And it's just creating that sort of energy and positivity. Yeah, That's so cool to hear. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of... There's a lot of Maori art and dance and theatre going on. Is it a little bit competitive as far as the way that you've selected the different shows? No, not at all. And it's something, again, that I've been pleasantly surprised with too, that people have gone, oh, we're all in this together. 
we want to put the best possible show that we can together. We will never make the same show as someone else. So the competition element of it, you know, people, we, we've we organised, um, there are great ticket deals. At, um, the, the shows at Batch, you can get three shows for $45. So, you know, those sorts of deals. Suka Theatre's got a great deal with Solo Othello and Manawahini as well. So it, it is really going, if we're all together with this, it's, it, there's more, much higher probability that it's going to be successful um, rather than having your own little show coming here, having to create the publicity yourself and those sorts of things too. Yeah, so for us as a festival, it's really just to get the word out more, um, to get people to come to Welly, uh, to really enjoy awesome theatre, and as I said, you know, to get these artists used to being with each other again. So it's... It also feels it's very much um, we we it's it seems like and I've been around a while um, <laughs> that we're entering into another really golden golden era in regards to Maori theatre and dance um, nationally and internationally as well. So we've got young practitioners coming through. We've got really established practitioners like myself coming back to theatre again, um, and the quality of the work is just great all over the place. Is there room to grow? You talk about other production companies coming and wanting to get in on the festival. Is there room to grow in Wellington? Yes, there is. Um, We tried to be as independent as we could for a start so that we could figure this thing out. And we're still figuring it out. As I said, we only did it the first time last year. Um, And we've been surprised how big and how positive it's come. So all we did is get, um, they all happen to be our mates, but really amazing professionals at their roles, Uh, uh, Tash James was the production manager for the New Zealand Festival. She's on board as as the production manager for the festival here. Um, You know, and I can just go on in regards to that. So we brought on some extra crew. Uh, Last year we put the whole festival on three of us. This year we've got about six. (laughs) So it's always going to be a small crew, but it's about linking with people and everyone bringing their resources and pooling it, basically. You know, in the arts, you will never be fully resourced. But actually, if you pull resources together, there's more likelihood that everyone will succeed. And that's pretty much how everyone's bought into that. Yes, you'll push your own show because you want it to succeed yourself. But uh, overwhelmingly, people have really enjoyed being part of a platform. And something that can go, oh, yeah, we're in Kiyomo Festival. So it's great hearing it from Aucklanders as well, going, wow, what are you guys doing down there? That just sounds so positive. And we've also got quite a few who are coming down just to hang out, and that's what we want too. So it's good for Wellington. Um, And there's a possibility of a couple of friends um, who are based in Melbourne just going, oh, well, we don't want to miss out. We'll come over as well. So it's just... That it's it's attractive in that way, and a great opportunity to share knowledge, um, to work towards collaborations, and to see each other's work. Yeah. I love it, and anything we can do to make Aucklanders jealous of Wellington, <laughs> we love doing that. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, have you been away from theatre for a while? Uh, yeah, I um, worked in the film industry because uh, I, I also uh, studied uh, film in Amsterdam, uh, and uh, yeah, worked at the New Zealand Film Commission for a period of time as well. But I'm a theatre boy through and through. That's where my heart is. Um, yeah. Not that the film industry isn't amazing, um, and, and the film, the Maori film industry is on a really high upturn as well. 
So it seems a very positive time, uh, dramatically speaking, um, to get involved in Māori theatre and dance, film, all of these other elements as well. So, um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much where I've been, but coming back into it again. And uh, as I said, there seems to be new wave of young practitioners. Moana um, Ete opens the festival with her show Versions of Allah. Uh, there's also other young practitioners in the city, like uh, Nina Dekas Rehana, um, you know, and so we're just gathering them up too and going, okay, you've got platforms now, come here, make something, and we'll help you get it on. So, you know, you have to build from the bottom up. You can have all your rock stars, but it's kind of like having a party by yourself. You don't want to have a party by yourself. You want to have it with lots and lots of different people, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Are the shows that are in the Kiamau Festival, are they debut shows, or is it a bit of a mix of the shows that have been elsewhere? It's, it's very much a mix. Um, Versions of Allah, this is the world premiere. Uh, cool. Tomorrow at 6.30. Unfortunately, it's sold out, but there are tickets for other nights, yeah. Um, the Vultures is a world premiere as well, which is opening uh, awesome. on Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Um, but other than that, the other shows have been um, produced before. Yeah, but none of them here in Wellington. So uh, that was a question that I had when I first thought to create a festival, was, is there enough work? Um, And what we found is that there's huge amounts of work and of really, really good quality. So um, our intention is to have this festival uh, every year for the next five years, and then we go every two years after that. But it's really just to get Wellington rocking, because it's a great city, uh, already our international guests go, oh, you can walk everywhere here. Yes. And they've also said, where's this wind? <laughs> because for the last three days, it's just been gorgeous here in Wellington. And um, But, you know, they're also connecting with uh, the Kapahaka community here too, the dancers, um, and just Wellington is a perfect city to create a festival. Um, and, yeah, for our little one, yes, it will grow, but it's one of the key things that uh, most people enjoy is that it's artist-led and that it's indigenous-led as well. So um, it just gives it that point of difference. It doesn't mean it's bigger or better or anything, but a lot of our practitioners feel really comfortable with that, that there's an artist who's leading it going, yeah, I understand how hard a packing is or something like this and all the stresses and all of those sorts of things. Um, yeah, and so our approach is always for the artist and the art first, and um, then for us supporting it and getting it out there so people can see this great stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, are the uh, the young uh, people premiering work, the young Māori artists, are they keen to get those international guests, get them touring around the world and take their shows overseas? Yeah, that's always part of it, what I talk to them now, going, okay, New Zealand's a tiny country, um, and m- basically working in the film industry, it's global. And went, okay, well, let's make theatre global as well. You know, there are more resources away from us than there are here. And so uh, Tawata, we tour internationally quite a lot. We, in August, have got a collaboration with um, a First Nation dance company. So we're in uh, Vancouver for three weeks, uh, building that show. Um, And then we're working in the Cook Islands for a period of time as well. So we're a Māori Cook Islands company. Um, so, so as you can tell, you know, m- moving away from Aotearoa is um, quite normal. 
Um, yeah, when you've got a limited audience of 4 million people, where you can go to a country that's got, in one city, 12 million, yeah, exactly. It just opens it up in different ways. Right. But because of our size, um, lots of our guests go, wow, you achieve things that we couldn't, um, basically because we just do it. And we have limited, we know we've got limited resources, but it's just the want, um, the the quality of those, of our practitioners, um, and just uh, determination, I think, comes down to a lot of it. And so, yes, part of it is moving stuff around, um, but lots of it is getting used to each other for a start. And then going, oh yeah. I know you well, we're used to this, I've got this work, well that doesn't quite fit for my organisation, but this work does. Yeah. So yeah, there's a little bit of that there, and um, for three of our guests, it's the first time they've been to Aotearoa, which is really great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and they're all the Australians, not the Canadians. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's a great thing too, that um, this little ditch that we jump over they don't tend to come this direction but now because we've got this platform they're starting to look over and come over here so next year we've got a delegation from Black Dance which is the Aboriginal uh, equivalent of dance here and they're really keen to bring a delegation over because it's a platform for our people and a really great meeting point too. I'm excited as a person who likes to go out and enjoy theatre in Wellington that we're going to get to see some of this awesome stuff from overseas as well. Yeah. This collaboration is awesome. Yeah. That relationship building seems so important in arts communities and among artists. Um, Have you been surprised the kind of connections that, or the things that seem to work between First Nations communities in Canada, for example? It sounds like you've been going over there quite a bit. Uh, it's, it, it is, yes, we do have, obviously as Indigenous people, we do have similarities, yeah, but um, there are also quite uh, defined differences that there are, and, and actually that's, the, so there are, we, we're all learning off each other. Um, it's great watching, uh, for example, the Canadians, we had a group here, and they were looking at the workshopping of a play, um, and the Māori actors just jumped straight in, and the Canadians went, whoa, our people would have to take like two or three hours bef- to prepare to do the same thing that your guys just jumped straight into. And for us, that's a natural instinct to do. And I think it comes out of isolation. We go, oh, we didn't know we weren't supposed to do that, so we just did it type yeah. thing. Yeah, so there are there's working differences, obviously cultural differences as well. But the big similarities are things like language, land, you know, uh, spirituality, um, just worldview. You know, having an indigenous worldview is something that's talked about a lot more. Um, for Canada, having a new prime minister has really changed things fundamentally there. Um, and for the Australians and the Canadians, they uh, it's really great going. Oh, we have other allies is really what it comes down to a lot. And they just happen to be other Indigenous brothers and sisters, but they're also other theatre makers. So, you know, um, Kiamo is Māori-focused, but it's not for Māori. It's actually about good, great performance, high-quality art for everyone. And it just, just happens to have that sort of focus to it. That's a perfect transition. Speaking of great art and great performance for everyone, let's get our final plug in for the Kia Mile Festival. How can people learn more and get tickets and all that good stuff? 
Well, you have a, ver- uh, a variety of ways to get tickets. Um, there's go to the kiamofestival.org uh, uh, website. You can get in touch with Bats Theatre, uh, Suka Theatre as well. Um, we've got a Facebook page, Kiamo Festival Facebook page, uh, Twitter and Instagram too. So we're all over it in all these different places. Um, but as I said, all kicks off tomorrow, June the 7th. It goes to the 25th of June, uh, and there'll just be a whole lot of fun people floating around the city. And that's one of the other things that we're really, really looking forward to, is hosting all these guests. And so, Wellington, show these people a great time, because they'll come back and bring more art. So, kia ora. Yeah, thank you very much, Hane, for joining us. Cool.